0: You are listening to an awful lot of running a Doctor Who podcast. Welcome to an awful lot of running a Doctor Who podcast. Woo! Oh,
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's always nice. It's always nice when the guest gets involved with it, because we've had it a couple of times when we've gone, you've done the woo, and uh, yeah. it's been back sil- <laughs> Silent. <laughs> and I've sort of been like, well, do I talk? Do I do I give the, like, the room for the woo? So I'll take that. That's great. I mean, yeah. do you want a bigger
2: woo? I can do a woo. Woo! Woo!
0: <laughs> all right all right you two all right oh. calm down now let's not have a woo off now okay an awful we'll lot save... of wooing <laughs> <laughs> we'll save the wooing for battles and fandom that's fine Ooh, okay man. maybe that could be a new round <laughs> okay so what i am jack uh, one part usual you, hosting team and join me as always the silurian to my See, devil. it's Published author Robin Fall.
3: Hey, that's me. Well, as always on this show, uh being dragged kicking and screaming. Um, but not tonight necessarily, because we actually have ourselves a very lovely guest on board. Um, someone who has done a lot of really fantastic projects, some that are very exciting. Um and well, Jack, how about you introduce
0: them? Yes, well, it's funny, actually, because um I, I love when we do a podcast uh, talking to someone who has worked on Doctor Who in an official capacity. But then in my head, I'm one of those people that doesn't see the show or Big Finish as being more important than fan work as well. You know, hmm. I'm very much of the of the mindset that canon, that's a lore just there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Canon is what it is, and it's all canon. I even look at fan doctor stuff and say, yeah, that counts as well. Unless we're talking about like the nine eleven special and stuff, where that's, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, oh. that's not, we're not doing that, mm. you know, or TikToks, no. where. Anyway, <laughs> move on. Move well, on. Moving on. <laughs> it was funny enough. Um, one day, I remember it very well, just popping up in the Rational Productions uh, server. Someone posted something about wanting writers for their fan series, and I saw, "Oh, this is a very interesting name. This is very cool." I got a little conversation with myself and one of my other friends, who's ended up writing an episode for them, which is very cool. And then got to find each other on Twitter, started talking a bit. Very much just sort of became friends very quickly just because of similar interests, and also I, I believe it was because of my memeing for the sea devils as well. Helped as oh, well, yeah, very that helped. Which... <laughs> and to be fair to her, she came up with some amazing memes back at me involving <laughs> sea devils, particularly one about um, everyone scrolling through Doctor Who Twitter enjoying themselves with that being across, like, Nicolas Cage's face, and then (laughs) Jack (laughs) tweeting about sea devils across Pedro Pascal, which always good one, love that. And, but then, one day, she came to me and said, um, we've got a sea devil coming up. Would you like to voice this character? And of course I said, sign me up, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And, The rest was history. By that point, I'd already checked out her first episode, which is absolutely fantastic. And if I must say so myself, genuinely one of the best first episodes of any Fan Doctor story I've ever heard. She's blushing now. She's been like, Jack, shut the fuck up. Don't give
2: me praise. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Give me more praise. I feed on this. (laughs) (laughs)
3: So so with this podcast tonight, you could tell that Jack's impressions here aren't biased
0: whatsoever. So... No. Well, anyway, our guest tonight is a writer, an actress, a producer, uh, executive producer, I suppose I could say, of a brand as well, in a way, you know, an audio producer, and one of my very best friends in the world, it's the star doctor herself, Chris Star. Oh gosh! Hello. I don't want to see your last name. So, what's your
2: last name again, <laughs> Dad? We're friends. You can't remember my last name.
0: I just—I just got worried really about pronouncing it. That's all. My Crableet. I thought it was Crableet, Okay, I'm going to return... No, I'm not even going to. Uh, uh, no, fine. don't don't, well, don't, don't, keep don't. Keep that. We're best <laughs> but, the world. Yeah. Crablee.
2: There we Show go. Show what the value of our friendship really. is. <laughs> it's fine to yeah, me my real last name. So. I mean, I could tell you my full name. That, that's even worse. Uh, Star, Georgia, Alexandra, Patterson, Cray, Bleat.
3: Oh, wow. wow. Try saying that five times in a row. Um...
1: I
2: did. I had to <laughs> when I changed my name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Star, how are you doing tonight?
2: I am doing Great. Uh, yeah, we finished recording for the newest episode of Star Doctor. Hopefully next month Ross gets a move on. But yeah, uh, so that's in the bag. We're all quite catching up. Things are moving. Fantastic.
0: So I know you've got some very exciting plans coming up, mm. which I'm sure we'll come to onto in a little bit. But it's wonderful having you here. It's 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 just like we like I say we talk pretty much every day at this point anyway. Yeah. So it's just you know it's funny to have you on here and just talking like this, but. It's great to use this as something where when we talk to, yes, you know, official creatives, but talking to yourself and people in the fandom about what will they do as well. So, this is going to be so much fun. Okay. So, Star, I'm going to come to mm. the age old question. One I always ask, one that every Whovian gets asked at some point What is your Doctor Who secret origin? How did you find or fall in love with this brand that you <sighs> all adore?
2: Okay, I'm probably I'm probably gonna get like hate crime or something for this. Um, I I hated when I first watched it. My mum put it on. It was Rose, and I hated it. I was not interested. And the only reason that was was because my mum liked it. And if my mum liked it, that meant it was shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in to tonight. So <laughs> I've been bobbing. Um... <laughs> That's all you
2: wrote. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. No, um, yeah. it did take a few episodes. Well, I think it was Dalek we got up to, and then I started watching it properly, and it was kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe I was wrong. And then by the end of the year, I was buying merchandise, and I had like a Eccleston Slovene walkie-talkie. <laughs> that's
0: cool. I missed that one. I, I missed the Eccleston Slovenes Doby oh,
2: talking. They, they were so uncomfortable to hold. It was like they're just giant action figures. I, I think you kind of were meant to speak into Eccleston's kind of area <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what, I'm, I imagine similar sort of thing on the Slovene.
2: yeah, it, it it was an odd concept to be honest, I'm glad they made it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I can just imagine though, because I know they have like big like merchandise meeting, meetings or what have you. Like I know they were talking back in Dot Two magazine a couple months ago that Russell had had one then with everyone. I just imagine them walking in with that like, okay, Russell, we got it. We got this is the thing everyone's going to want. You're talking to Eccleston's crotch and it comes out the Slovene's mouth walkie-talkies. And Russell just goes, oh, yes, okay, yes, that's well, that's wonderful. Green light in that, yes.
2: <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, no, um, it was like for the rest of series one, I got really hooked. And then I think it, it was by like 10 time, I was just very much, yeah, no, I'm pure fan of this now. Uh, goodbye, Scooby-Doo hyperfixation. Hello, Doctor Who hyperfixation. (laughs) Which has gone on for... God, how many years has it been since 2005? Don't answer, or make me feel old.
0: (laughs) 18, by the way. Oh, no. (laughs) Oof. Oof. Yep. Yeah, we're uh, we're two years off the 20th
2: anniversary of New Who. Hmm welcome to the old people podcast yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> yes sure my next question it's too
0: much fun it's too much fun doing a heartwell impression i recommend it to anyone because if you're having a crap day and you start doing a heartwell impression the day just gets better because you're doing a heartwell impression See, I, I like to do a Peter Capone
3: impression when I'm having a crap day, but it's only because I have an absolute awful Peter Capone impression, so it's... Very, very <laughs> you do, fun. you have to do it now, Robin, unfortunately. <laughs> so, it's, it's more just a, a grumble, it's like whenever I'm mad or angry or sad, I'm just like, Ugh, clever. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, it's, it's so crap, it is.
2: Star, as a Scottish person, <laughs> is that offensive? <laughs> It's not the worst, I've heard. It's not the worst. No. It that's could certainly be... be better, but it's not the worst.
0: <laughs> you just need a good bridge into it, Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when I do my one, which is terrible as well, you know, I use clara. Clara, clara is the word that brings people. Yeah, to... that, that's, that's how so
3: you're meant similar. to bring it out. But it's yeah. just, I try and do the clara, and it's just... <laughs> it's just
2: yeah, yeah, you, you go for Capaldi, but you end up sounding like Robin from Ghosts.
0: <laughs> 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 love it. Oh god. Oh. That's that's something that's another hyperfixation right there that we love. Both
2: of yeah. us. Oh god, I'm hyperfixating so much right now. Like my TikTok is currently just full of edits of Thomas and Captain.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: It's great. Oh my
0: goodness. <laughs> I've said it a million times and I've said it a thousand times. There should have been a crossover. There should have been a there should have been a red-nosed day comic relief crossover between Doctor Who and Ghosts. Should have been. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But hey-ho. Excellent, awesome. Okay. Okay, so next question, Star. Mm. Who is your and I'm gonna add a stipulation to this, which I don't usually add. Who is your favorite official doctor or TV doctor, I suppose I should say.
2: I was about to say TV doctor is the official term now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Paul McGann, no, no question. Paul McGann.
0: Wonderful. I mean, you've literally got him stood behind you. As yeah, he's, the, he's here today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just behind you. Stir. I just, I need, we need to go in the and That's a terrible pull McGann. I'm always better yeah. if I go into it doing, going, Charlie. No. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then in my head, I'm just doing the freaking like the unicorn ones, you know, it's like, Charlie. You go to go. <laughs> no,
2: I, I've kind of got the eight voice because of long guy drone on discord calls, just going, Oh, Charlie, you have to kill me, Charlie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good voice though what is it about him particularly that it's makes definitely. me speak to you
2: um, right I've got to get the first bit out raw sex appeal <laughs> yes, and yes. So I, yep. I just love how his doctor is because it. and each media is just so dramatically different and I love the lack of consistency <laughs> <laughs> like one minute he's like the whole religious like kind of Oh, America doing Doctor Who is Jesus. And then the next minute it's like romantic wanderer, and the next minute it's just <sighs> carers who cares.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I suppose it's what's great about him is that I mean, look, I know everyone everyone agrees that you know he deserves to have had more episodes That's and just right. just to be on, you know. But at the same time, he's he's been an amazing doctor because he's sort of got the chance to be everything the doctor can be, because they've done so many different things with him, whether just through Big Finish or whether through the novels, they've done so many experimental things with him because they've got a bit more creative freedom with him because of him being, you know, at this point, mainly expanded media releases. So yeah, that's you know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Very cool. right okay um next one then favorite companion
2: okay this one changes on the daily but as of today i'm kind of leaning to lucy miller because i did just listen to some of the eight and lucy stories again recently and oh my god i love sheridan smith as lucy
0: See, it's it's a run I need to get into. I know, Robin, you certainly haven't done the Lucy no, Miller stuff with, no, yet. no. So it, that's when Lucy Miller Lucy Miller comes into it. That's when that's around two thousand and five, isn't it? In yeah. Real. Yeah. A, a
2: very, they very much changed the format of like the kind of weird early Big Finish to match the new series style, which like some people find hit or miss. I quite like it. I, I like that it matches up. But I I understand that the people are just kind of like I miss the weird. Where is where is the grace too? Yes,
0: that's me every day I wake up. Where is where is the grace too? I have a plan to make uh, Robin sit down and listen to the grace with no no pla- backstory whatsoever. Just no make context. Him sit, no context, or just be like, here you go. His four hour for his four hours of just. Absurdity.
2: <laughs> I feel that's how most people end up listening to as anyway. They kind of see, oh, look, it was an anniversary special. I'm sure this stands alone and it's going to be completely fine and fun. And then they go into it and it's four hours later. And it's like, what did I just listen to?
0: <laughs> I have this image of Gary Russell just sat, like, and he's some sort of like, just like omniscient, om- omnisciently sort of knows that people are listening to it without the context. And he just sits there just a dry grin across his face, just like (laughs) (laughs) fucking nerds.
3: (laughs) That's what we are.
0: Yeah, that's what we are, yeah. Uh, To be fair, yeah, you're right. I think I know quite a few people who went straight into Zagreus because it is, you know, when you grow up and you dive into Classic Who, personally myself, I gravitated towards the number one Dalek stories but number two the ones that had multiple Doctors on the cover. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, some of the first stories I ever saw were the five Doctors and the three Doctors, because, well, I mean, they're all in it, so they must be one of the best ones, you know? And then you hit, get to the two Doctors, which I don't mind that much, but just isn't the same sort of quality.
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, it could certainly be better. I, th- I think it's a little underrated, to be honest. Mm, but it, I, I, again, definitely I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's no time-lash, but, you know, I like it. Anyway, moving the discussion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so next one. Very standard one again. Favorite villain? Oh, or favorite God.
2: Monster? This, this is the hard one. Um, weirdly, I'm going to say the Dream Crabs. Oh,
0: that's a good poll. That's like, a very good poll.
2: The concept of them is just so great. Like, Last Christmas is probably my favorite Doctor Who Christmas special ever. I love the whole concept of it. Like, you're, you're trapped in a dream, you're dying. I love that whole thing. And, like, I mean, we're also going to use that later. Spoilers. Um <laughs> <laughs> But like, I, there's a big finish audio in classic monsters, uh, classic Doctor's new monsters, um, volume three with eight and the Dream Crabs, and the concept in that is just done so well. I won't explain what exactly happens. You just need to know eight and Dream Crabs, and it is it is peak. It is peak. In fact, I dare it say is. it goes back to that kind of early big finish kind of era.
0: I definitely thought that when I listened to it. It is. In my opinion, it was one of the best. One of the best stories that came out last year. What was it earlier this year? Okay, well, one of the best, whichever year it was, one of the best stories of it. And yeah, it did very much. It had that feeling of me of early eight and early Charlie that I was just like. Lovely, yeah, it was so yeah.
2: cool. Yeah. It had that kind of experimental feel again, it felt fresh. It was kind of like, Oh, we're back. Is this the greatest too? Not quite, but we're getting warmer, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, Oh, it's there. This is, I'm like, just give this
0: sort of script to Eccleston, please. I beg you, I beg you. Oh, I would love yeah. That's my feelings on the life Dr. Rain's summed up very clearly, but
2: yeah. <laughs> I w- I would love like Ninth Doctor Scurso. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, yeah, Ninth Doctor in the like, Age Chimes of Midnight sort of story as well. Oh, like, that oh.
2: would be wow! Ah, that would be peak. Mm.
0: Mm. Just oh, I imagine. I mean, I, uh, to be honest, at this point, uh, with the Knife Doctor range, I'm just like I'm just whatever it is, pay Billy what she's owed, and just get around the fucking booth with him like just give <laughs> us some more give us some more nine and rose now at this point because i wish i think i, I think wish. at a certain point it's great having these stories set before rose the ninth doctor but i think at a certain point the more you do the less sort of i think i think it sort of impacts the importance of rose as a character to the doctor but uh, like, yeah. did you ever read any
3: of the books that came out when Christopher and Rose's sort of times coming out? Because they were fantastic. There's oh, one yeah. that's basically just the thing. And I remember it so distinctly reading it on the bus every time I was traveling to school. And I just love an adaptation of that story. I'm trying to remember the name of it at the top of my head. I've got it on my shelf upstairs. Um, but I just remember that just being awesome.
0: Very cool.
2: I Go would very finish. much love Big Finish to just adapt some of the new series novels.
0: Yeah, I know that. I know because obviously they were doing those novel adaptations for a while, weren't they? With the seventh Doctor and fourth Doctor, and I think they did a fifth Doctor one as well. And I was just like it, they were great, but I just I think they just didn't sell that well or something, which is why they haven't mm. done more. But I just I just love it if they did. You know, um, you know, Scratchman speaks out for me would be amazing for an adaptation while we still got Tom. Um, baker it'd be fantastic to hear that like you say some of the new series ones like oh my god if they did touch by an angel uh the 11th yeah. doctor i'd oh my god i'd be that'd be like my favorite release ever unless they fucked it up
2: <laughs> oh no I agree i i love that one i, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Eleventh one one of the later 11th doctor books i like more i can't remember the name of it i think it's i think it's like the dalek generations oh uh, yeah the, yeah uh... no.
0: Briggs
2: wrote that one I think didn't they yeah yeah I think so uh oh my god it's so good so good also uh not a spoiler not too much of a spoiler but big finish hints big finish connections specifically it's oh really I lo- mm. yeah no i really go read it it's so cool especially if you're a fan of like the six and charlie stuff and the eight and lucy uh and then the box set stuff that's cool. Okay, nice. very nice. Yeah, I I'll I'll look to that. Yeah, cool, awesome. Yeah, there's one of those. The we get <laughs> that's one
0: of those awkward pauses <laughs> to me going like Robin. <laughs> Ask a fucking
2: <fatty> question. <laughs> Hold on, look, I, let me let me get the gun. So <laughs> so
3: sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, folks. I thought Jack was having a bit of a a crookedness neck for a moment there. Just. <laughs>
0: Um, i'll edit i'll edit this out and cut go straight to
3: oh, your question oh bollocks you won't edit this out at all you you know you just want see the square. um no, fine. <laughs> um anyway it is lovely having you on the show star and um my first question for you is for those interested in voice acting what are your biggest tips for finding a voice and getting into character
2: oh god um
3: I don't know if I can actually offer any of
2: because I just kind of went in, hope for the best.
3: Oh, no. No, you gave an amazing performance, you do.
2: It, it, it just kind of accidentally worked. I guess hope. <laughs> hope <laughs> is what you need. That's
0: certainly what I found, because as much as I've done acting in the past before, when I came in for you and did Jim, uh, Jim the Fish in episode three, I... It was oh, wow. it was my first time voice acting, and I was sort of like, "Am I going to do right?" That's like I've watched anime and stuff a lot. I've watched, you know, the, certainly the process of voice acting has been very interesting to me. Mm. I'm literally looking at a voice acting book on my shelf right now, <laughs> which which I've not read, despite the fact that I've had it for like 13 years. But it's on my shelf there, and maybe I should look at it at this some point. At some point now, but yeah, no, I was very much the same. I was just like, um, I'm just going to try and. I'm just going to throw spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks basically. Oh, I'm,
3: so I'm, yeah, no, I mean I'm very interested in kind of your process of how you find a voice or where you kind of find the confidence because me and Jack for example, we have a lot of acting experience from the past that's how we met each other in the first place. Um and the difference between acting and voice acting is so big. Myself I I've got books on my shelf about voice acting because it was something that I was legit interested in in the past um, but due to my lisp that kind of broke a lot of my confidence thinking no one's going to cast me because of that unless if it's a very particular character um, so I'm just curious if you sort of when it comes to like oh you know does does my voice sound white or how do I do an inflections if there's any kind of techniques that you employ or anything that you'd maybe recommend to those who haven't thought about such techniques
2: honestly again like i say it was just a lot of hope it, it, it's also a lot of experimenting uh, with it there there's a lot of trial and error like um i i i have a different doctor uh, what for all who has a very very different voice from star star's pretty much my normal voice but frozen mm. doctor she's much more she's kind of just like this all the time and really done with everyone so it's, it's just kind of like pick like work out what your character is kind of toy with it and just experiment try everything it's, that's,
0: that's definitely good, that it's, it, i suppose it's you know it's and it's not and don't be afraid to try everything well like i was i was (laughs) when i did did my first lines and sent them to you i was like i'll i'll record anything i'll do it again you know it's fine it's fine you're like jack the lines will be fine the lines will be fine jack stop it and i was like (laughs) yeah i'll I'll, I'll record anything again and then you know it's all right in the end so you know i kept you know we kept getting later and later to the premiere day i was thinking any day now star's gonna say Jack he's do this Sea Devil line again. I'll do it. I'll do it straight away. I'm like, you this one. I was like, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have some really great scenes in, a, in our episode as well, which is really, yeah, you know, fantastic. You know, it, it, <laughs> I love, and something which people have said to me a few times, have listened to it as well. Like, they're like, I never knew I needed to hear a Sea Devil say, What's the plan, Batman? Like, I do know, I needed to hear that, but <laughs> it was really strong, you know, which is great as well. You know, that speaks to Peter's script, though, which is, you know, wonderful.
2: Yeah, Peter is an incredible writer, and I would like, I, I, we, we are really lucky to have him over at Time Siren. It's, it's great. Um, He's also going to make a really great Doctor when his series comes back out, uh, which should, if we all stick to the right production times, be next year.
0: Very cool, very cool. Yes, Dufflecoat
2: Doctor,
0: look mm. out for him.
3: I mean, this actually is a perfect time to bring up the next question that I have. Um, so, when coming up with stories for Time Sign Productions, what is your process for what time, theme, and monsters
2: you want to include? It all kind of ties back, like, the uh, most of the stories I create are for Star Doctor, Um Duffelcoat coat gray. That's all kind of devolved to, um, other people. Because I'm like, I've, i can only focus on one. I can overlook everything, but I can only focus on one. But with uh, Star, it's very much. It's not a case of I think about what time. I think about what place. I think about very specifically what song, and then the song mm. gives me everything I need. Uh, like um, for for a sleep, uh. I had the idea for it already, but the song kind of fit in where I'd listened to Asleep by the Smiths, and I was like, yeah, no, this fits perfectly with the story I was telling. And then um, episode two, Everywhere by my editor, Ross, um, that was very much a picture of hey, uh, songs everywhere, go nuts, and then it came out with this really great script where it literally does everywhere. And it goes to so many places, and I love that one so much. That one's very dear to my heart. Um, I think the only one that I haven't really kind of had much thought about was hauling out for a hero, but that was mostly because Rastlon Productions had a bit of a hand in that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's really interesting to hear, because as a writer myself, I'll often listen to music whenever I'm writing. If I'm writing, oh, I need like, a sad scene. I'll listen to something sad or if i need something sort of grand or adventurous i'll often put on like something kind of epic particularly from a video game was there like you talked about songs did you listen to that one song in particular or would you listen to like a whole soundtrack of different songs
2: uh right i've made a playlist of basically at like 70s to 80s and a little bit 90s We're- maybe a dash of 60s and 50s but primarily 80s i made a playlist of those songs and i just listened to it and then once i hear a song and i'm like hey story it just goes on the list (laughs) because uh, what i find with the songs is it's not just a song a song in itself is very much its own story Mm. and you can manipulate that song into whatever story you really like like there are some some songs that we've got planned that oh but the next one is going to blow your minds. Um, I'm, I've, I've, I'm very excited with that. Very excited with that. Uh, yeah,
3: oh, that is, that is awesome. And hey, being an '80s stand myself, I could tell you've got good taste in music. That clearly fits the story, <laughs> oh Well,
0: it's like it's like we say the pop culture from the '80s is and the music and stuff amazing. Actual time. Maybe not so much.
2: Mm. No, no, no. <laughs> we actually addressed that in episode four, so I very specifically make it clear. Yeah, no, Star likes the 80s, um, but only the music and the pop culture. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we don't like Thatcher.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's excellent. I suppose my next question really would be like, what is it that I know, I know, you know, speaking to yourself, that musical ac- aspect is very, and the 80s as well, being a sort of um, sort of a focal point of the series is very much inspired by by Stranger Things, which is another excellent sci-fi show uh, mm. that Robin and myself are also very big fans of. Oh, love it! Um, I suppose what I would ask about that is beyond that. What were the sort of inspirations for the Star Doctor and going forwards? There, you know.
2: Oh god, I, I, I really should have thought about these these kind of questions coming up. Um the, the I don't know how to explain it because a lot of like how I do things is very much it's very much like how you do this podcast, Jack. It, it's it's very spontaneous, just kind of it all just comes in. And I'm like, yeah, no, we'll we'll do this. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean Star Doctor's gone through quite a lot because like when I first made her, uh we were both a him. <laughs> so <laughs> we went through quite the regeneration process. <laughs> And it went through a long process of kind of like um, simple David Tennant ripoff outfit, kind of just mimicking that with a really strange high-pitched British accent on a fan film that has lost time for the greater good. (laughs) For the
0: greater good.
2: Greater Um, good so that that's lost time but then the outfit just kind of evolved so there's like a, a whole trench coat thing and then the personality started forming it became more matt smith it became more my own thing and then it got to uh this kind of like raf trench coat look and that's where the kind of hey what have i did music in this came, but not the 80s yet not yet so it was kind of like i had this whole musical thing that's also the same point i started actually meeting the doctors and that kind of helped form more of Star's personality. So it's very much just I, I would probably say the inspirations are just experiences. I I actually on that note, especially in a sleep, sleep is a lot of personal experience at points. So yeah, yeah, no, definitely actually experience is the right way to go. Yeah. Very cool, <laughs> very cool.
0: Well, it's uh it's it's very important to say as well that the Star Docker adventures are very much it's 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 not the same sort of family show Doctor Who that you would see on TV. Not in terms of explicit, you know, in terms of explicit content or anything like that. But there's there's some very strong themes that uh, come through in some episodes, which is and particularly I know with with Ellie as well. You know, your companion. There's some very, you know, very you know trigger warning. There's some very um, strong stuff that comes through there as well which is so wonderful to see presented in the way that you do it in the series
2: yeah don't uh, uh the next few episodes we're going really ham with it it did it, 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 be a be warned it will get quite heavy Um, the, the, you've had the fun part of star doctor now <laughs> that, that's all i'll say
0: I mean to be to, to be fair, in series two you're gonna you're gonna talk otter, a talking otter, the companion. So you know
2: yeah. yeah, you gotta move on somehow.
0: <laughs> I'm very excited so, for
3: the talking otter.
0: Well, I was gonna say, you know, as two massive fans of Frobisher, all the hell the big talking bird. Damn straight. It's oh. the the second you say to me, talking animal companion, I'm in. Yeah, I'm damn straight. I'm I'm sold, you know.
2: Yeah, no, I'm really glad I included it because it was very it was a very last-minute decision. It was just gonna be the doctor and uh Kit who's played by my husband Cass. It was just gonna be those two, and then the idea just kind of happened where I was like, okay, but what if I what if otter? And then that <laughs> otter was formed and skipper <laughs> happened, and with Cass Skipper, it's Iris Pindle from Gormico. Um and yeah, no, and then we've done it again with Gray, we've we've given them a cat companion who is a Wifferdil related to Frobisher. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, played by my actual cat, Lumiat. <laughs> <laughs> and voiced by uh, Law Stardust VFX. Very That's, cool. Very cool. Mm. That's great.
0: It's a very talented cat. Yeah. More, very talented, but you know? more talented than me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you'll get roped in at some point. Brother, uh, I'd, I'd love to. I I I try I tried to do
3: some recordings for the otter, but I just I just didn't feel too confident with it yet. But I definitely wanted to try something in the future. I'm oh. sure. Um who 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 got the woe sorry for the otter? Um was, has
2: yeah, it's been announced there was a uh, Iris Prindle of uh Gormico Fame.
3: Ah, uh, well, I'm sure that you'll do an absolute incredible job. Um, speaking of projects, um, are you up for discussing any upcoming projects of yours?
2: Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I can't say anything, but absolutely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that felt, that felt very <laughs> what they say on the official site as well. <laughs> I... <laughs>
3: Hey, if you can't discuss, you can't discuss. If, if you don't ask, no, you do not I know. mean,
2: ask and you'll see what happens.
3: Mm. <laughs> well, well, then how about an easier question then? Not, not one about your show then, since clearly you don't want to talk about it. Um, so, um, speaking about um, your passion, which is Doctor Who and the 60th anniversary, which is coming up. Um, what do you personally hope to see appear? In the sixtieth,
2: just Paul McGann. I I don't care what anything else is. Just give me Paul McGann <laughs> on screen again. I know we had him last year. I want him again. <laughs> that's all. You, I, I think you can never have too much Paul McGann.
0: Damn. That's true. You know. uh, I, just I, I, oh
2: yeah. You know, I kind of hope with, with what's been teased by RTD in the latest Doctor Who magazine, kind, kind of hoping. That means something. Something with him is coming. I'm hoping. I might be too optimistic, but the optimism's there, and I'm going to keep it. If I end up disappointed, if I end up disappointed, RTD can have my therapist bill. <laughs> I mean,
0: I think you know. I, I'm starting to feel more hopeful, especially with the fact that you know. Just re- announced yesterday at time of recording the fact that iPlayer is going to have, well, all of, all surviving Classic Who, I believe, mm, including amazing. the TV movie as well and Doctor Who Confidential as well. It, it's all going to be there. It's going to be more of like an archive of Doctor Who stuff, which is fantastic. If only they thought of that in the fucking 60s, you know? <laughs> 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 although although i can just imagine them just like stealth dropping like marco polo with like just oh they have God. they've had the oh, episodes it's... of years and they're just like oh yeah we just did, we just did this to fuck with ian levine you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> they just dropped in did... the entirety <laughs> you know of the were... celestial toymaker <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> but for some reason parts of it are just edited out you know rightly so but
2: <laughs> <I'll>... <laughs> no what what it is it's just it's just uh a tenant and um Neil Patrick Harris, it's just them two just recreating it in the exact same (laughs) costumes. Mm.
0: Yes, yeah, (laughs) that's it. And it's just tenant doing a do you know what? I would pay to see tenant do a heartland impression, actually. Oh my god, that's
3: I I can't even imagine that. That's just amazing. I think,
0: I think if I ever meet him, that's gonna be my first question like, can you do a heartland impression?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The second time you meet him uh can you do patrick trout Chow- <laughs> it just becomes a real and, like and when i get to him i just go can you do
0: an impression of yourself <laughs> he's like uh, okay <laughs> just uh well <laughs> <laughs> well well can't say it i literally can't say it about diving into that um okay um let's talk about time siren productions uh in particular now because obviously you very started off creating the star doctor and having those adventures and going through there and then at a certain point uh you've gone actually why don't i use this as a platform now and like you say created a production company in fan terms you know and you know, you're now working on multiple different stories. You were sort of, you know, like I say, like an executive producer of things. And then, you know, there are teams underneath you working on different doctors and different shows and things like that. Um, but all of it being under the time siren um, sort of moniker there. Um, what was the sort of inspiration for wanting to do something along that those lines?
2: I needed somewhere to put everything. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just it's just like going to B and and buying a new bookshelf, and be like, "Right, I'm putting everything on here." <laughs> <laughs> Very much, just simply that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just somewhere I can put all these like insane ideas. Even I, I say I put all my ideas, but like as of recently, I can't say too much. But a lot of my other ideas have spilled out onto other production groups as well. It's great. I I find time sirens become less of like it is a production group on, on its own but i find it's also become somewhat of a community as well which i'm like really happy with because that was kind of the main goal when i did start it up because when it was like just asleep it was initially yeah no this is my little fun star doctor series i would like to build a community i didn't really work out people weren't too chatty but then a couple of episodes down the line i i'm bring back the server relabel it to time siren productions and now it's booming there's like something going on every day I'm in the VC every day making sure everyone's okay uh, mm-hmm. usually having incredibly late ch- late night chats with spoon and iris <laughs> it's great I, I, yeah I'm usually in
0: there making a D's nuts uh, reference at some point
2: <laughs> you were until I caught you out today <laughs> <laughs> as of today I have beaten it.
0: To be fair, to be fair, Star messaged me. I'm going to get the whole context now. There was something I don't even know how it started, but it was just winding Star up. That I was just saying these nuts in like the in the chats to announce that you were joining the uh, the, the VC basically. <laughs> I was just doing that every time someone was saying they're going the VC, I was like doing weird things like these nuts, or they're in the VC, I was going these nuts and like things like that. Star, like, she messaged like me yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah just you know my brand you know my brand of comedy cringy granddad <laughs> so me, me today she goes can you think of a um not like kfc or mcdonald's can you think of like an american um like a uh, fast food re- uh, restaurant and i was like oh shit this must be like a script or something and initially i was like popeyes and because she fucking knows me she just goes oh that's great thanks Knowing, that I'm gonna say more <laughs> <on that. laughs> just, like, I was like, when it, when I looked back, it looked back at it, I was like, she fucking planned this. She fucking knew. It's, like she knew that I was gonna hyper, like obsess and focus over this. And go... so then I was like, okay, um, In and Out Burger, Sonic's, Wendy's,
2: <laughs> and then I just goes, to... just full Capaldi. <laughs> uh, finally, it's my go. And it's just Wendy's nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, ah. I, literally sent the gif- I literally sent the gif of Freezer on Namek where Goku does that. You yeah. fool! Yeah, <laughs> <So>, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, um, Holt and Brooklyn Nine-Nine doing the whole vindication journey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's fine though, I deserve it sometimes. I have cringy grandad humour and you know, it's, you know I I, I live for moments like that Mm -hmm. where if nothing else it's reference. Very cool, very cool. So like, you have got projects now, like you say, you can't really talk that much about but Time Siren is great in itself because there is a continuity between Doctors as well. It's not what's great about it is that like many sort of uh, fan universes of Doctors and stuff, it's not just you. There are other doctors involved as well. You know, we've already spoken about Peter's uh, duffel coat doctor. Um, there's Cask. There's the Grey Doctor as well. A couple other ones I know you're not supposed to talk about, or we're not. Oh, to we can talk about the
2: instability ones because uh, we are connected. We connected the timelines. It you. was a really, really great kind of setup with uh, Guydra, uh, who runs Instability Productions great kind of planning. We, we have so many crossover ideas you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he, he was very welcoming to getting us into the timeline. It's really nice that we have this really big timeline and we've got Katie Haynes as the Starlight Doctor. We've got George Guider as the fairy tale doctor. There's there's a few others, which I don't think I'm legally allowed to say either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny with George as well, because George just has so many fan doctors at this point as well. Just because, you know, if anyone knows George from, the you know, being the blonde doctor, I imagine sort of the most well-known version of his doctors. But I'm like, my goodness, there's just so many, just because he's so fucking good. Like he's so good. He doesn't give enough himself enough credit either, because he is such a good doctor.
2: Yeah, no, he's such a good person, Just generally. He is so lovely, so caring, so good. Like, I, I could like rant about how lovely he is. He he has been nothing since kind since the day we met. Which it's funny because the way we met was I challenged him to a duel because we both had Burger King crowns. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's just, we, we we pretty much like talk every day and we've got a really, really solid uh, friendship. And it was like, yes.
3: See, you, you say a duel, I'm just imagining you wearing your Burger King crowns, got your duel discs on your arms. Oh, just... no, 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 no. <laughs> pro-
2: pro- proper sword fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which may or you're... may not
2: be on the cards for an audio <laughs> later down the line.
0: <laughs> oh please tell me it is cuz that would be so cool. And no Robin we don't we don't play Yugi anymore. We play magic the gathering. Our oh oh so so. doctor who sets that costs 200 fucking pounds.
3: Oh my god. Now the question is will there be just one card for the tardis like they did with the with the wings and no, having the one wing. I don't wing? think there is. No because spending a million dollars on one card is just I can't believe really people. I do think that.
0: I think the difference there though is that between Lord of the Rings and Doctor Who, there's probably not going to be unless it's fucking Ryan Reynolds because I think he, no, not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. I always fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yet, unless it's like Ryan Gosling buying the freaking like one Tardis card or something, which maybe that could be the case because like apparently he's like actually a big Doctor Who fan because he's Whoa. like it's like the it's like the coolest fucking show because like. He like watched like Matt Smith in, ep- in an episode. I think it was watching the Pandora speech. What? But what? what uh, Ryan Reynolds? No, Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay, Gosling. okay, okay. Think, think Ken, not Deadpool. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> two yeah. very different people. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I, I don't know why. I think it's just because Ryan is one of those names. But yeah, um, yeah, I think he watched like um matt smith doing the stonehenge speech you know like you know like you know oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, the throne, you know remember every black day i ever gave you you know that that speech mm. there and he was like this is like the most amazing show ever so like it came out that shooty was going to be oh a i heard this yeah whilst- um whilst they were filming barbie so he runs into shooty and he's like dude you're gonna be you're gonna be doctor who it's like the the, the, the best show ever and so that started so big. <laughs> yeah which and then, and then he literally turned up to shut to uh set one time wearing uh like um a fan edit of shooty as the doctor yeah on a shirt as well so you know and um, you know, a lot of people are like, "We should cast like Ryan Gosling needs to be in Doctor Who now. He needs to be in Doctor Who." And I'm like, and I've said this on Twitter as well. The day Ryan Gosling comes into Doctor Who, I will eat a Target novel on live stream. <laughs> it's never going to happen. I'll even let Twitter decide which Target novel it is. You know,
3: mm, I I say never say never, Jack. Like not anytime soon necessarily, but. If he's such a big fan as he
0: says he is, and they realise that potential, like I doubt, I doubt he's like actually like that big a fan. I don't think he's going to be sat. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be sat there like you know, being like you know, like my my favourite episode is the God Complex. It's like you know, <laughs> it's like you know, it's not. It's, he's not going to be like you know doing these obscure pulls or something like that. So anyway. Anyway, I
2: I feel one of his favorite episodes might be Rose or Spearhead from Space or Terror of the (laughs) Autons.
0: I mean, it could be. You never know. You never know. He's like, actually, he's like, yeah, Pertwee's like my guy. (laughs) 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 I mean, he's certainly the most stylish of the Doctor. Well, I say the most stylish of the Doctors until we have Shooty officially on TV screen. Oh my my God. God.
3: Just costume change. Costume change every episode. Just, I'm in.
0: And I'm in. slaying in every single one. <laughs> like,
3: I mean, I'm. I'm not saying that we need to do like a tier list for all of his costumes when they come out, but I'm saying we need to do a tier list for all of his costumes when they come out.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i tell you what style. Let's bring. Let's bring things back around here now. Okay. Are you excited? How How excited are you for Shooty uh, to come and join the show?
2: Very. I was initially hesitant because I was kind of like, I have no idea who this person is, but that's kind of the same thing with a lot of people. It's very much hmm. like I, some people being the exception, like how totally you knew who he was. Most of them are kind of like, wait, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and it's always like just really exciting. Just, ah, new doctor. Um, I, I, Yeah, no, I'm just really excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think as well, you know, as we, you know, and this this is proven for yourself as well, you Scots make the best Doctors. So...
2: I mean, true.
0: <laughs> I mean, you, got, you got a track record, you know, I'm just saying, you know.
2: Yeah, if you, if you want a really good Doctor, cast a Scott. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, I, I'll round it off
0: uh, with another question now, okay, which I think will bring us nicely into, you know, probably thinking about Robin's last question as well, is, okay, what is your favorite series of Doctor Who, and what is your favorite story?
2: I have only one word answer to this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Just that's it. Just yeah. I cannot pick a favorite story because like I get I, again with like the companion thing. It it changes every kind of day. And right now, it's it's because you're going through, we're going through so much context. The 60th is coming up, and you kind of want to binge everything. It's it's changing every second right now. <laughs> I'll I'll be settled on one thing. And be like, yeah, no, to the death was great. But wait a minute, what about <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually dinosaurs on a spaceship? Is really underrated.
3: <laughs> oh, don't don't you start this, Jack. <laughs> it,
2: it, it kind of is though. It's kind of fun. Well. I don't think there is a bad episode of Doctor Who. I think there's weak episodes of Doctor Who. But honestly, they're all kind of. If you just look at it more as goofy sci fi and stop looking at it as a. They have to all be like this one specific thing. It becomes so much better.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone's exactly, kind of got yeah. like
2: this very specific lens on it at times. And it's just. Get rid of that lens and just have fun. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. This is exactly why I say. I've, I think I've, I've reached the age where I realise the sillier Doctor Who is, the more fun I enjoy it. You know, like... Mm. I mean, for God's sake, we're literally looking at one of the sixtieth year specials having fucking beep the meep
3: oh my god, in it,
0: Which is the weirdest fucking thing to pull from the expanded media to slot into the show. Uh, I... other, than, other than it just being like, oh, the baby Yoda factor. You know, it's...
3: I ca- Cannot wait for kids to be begging their parents, "Mom, Dad, can I please have this war criminal as a by Christmas present?" <laughs> just...
2: <laughs> I, I can't wait for the adverts. I I want them like the two thousands, late oh, 2000s figure adverts. Where it's yeah, just yeah, 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 and slightly morally ambiguous.
3: <laughs> oh, I, yes. I refer to the ood one.
2: Yeah, where it's oh. kind of like, yeah, freedom from slavery. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mm. It's just it's no. I mean, yes, but no. do phrase I, it I, like that.
3: I, I saw that for the first time the other day, and I just was laughing. Which <laughs>
0: <laughs> From character. Mm. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I need. I need a. I'm not even a big fan of pop figures at this point now, but I need a beep the meat pop figure. Oh, like, I need that.
3: See, Beep the Meat would be good as well because it's got the big eyes, so it just fits the mode.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh. Or even. Handbag. Oh.
0: Yes. Mm. Or even. You know like what? A, you fly. A, a plush or like a builder bear where you press the button and it does the song. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I mean, I feel, I feel the BBC don't do a Beep for me like, Build-A-Bear. They're missing out. Mm.
0: Like, seriously. Like, that's, that's the
2: perfect thing for them. Because they always
0: seem to underestimate just how popular Doctor Who is. I mean, you look at things like the 14th Doctor's Sonic Screwdriver, like, the special edition online one, sold out in, like, an hour. Like... Oh, yeah. Crazy, like, you know, I was so happy I got my pre-order in there. You know? <laughs> and then, like, you know, you look at things like The BFI now, which let's say it's not even that big a screen to be fair, but like the Five Doctors sold out in like three minutes. You know the showing of that, so they don't. I think you know. Hopefully now, with you know, as we look into what might be the Disney era, and with them, you know, now taking the time to add all classic Who to iPlayer and. Thinking about Doctor Who as like a bigger brand and Russell coming back to it as well, I think maybe they might start taking it seriously again and be like, "Oh, actually, this could be the biggest show in the world for you know, because it's really good, isn't that, you know?" Hey, there's me doing the Doctor Who <laughs> podcast, you know, yeah, it's not really good, isn't it, Doctor Who? You know, yeah, it's, 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 really it's a bloke, yeah, yeah. It, it's a bloke in a box, yeah, yeah, you know, who <laughs> <laughs> God, that was that it felt horrible to go blow key for yeah, <laughs> I felt it felt like I was like stepping into the lodger or something. I, oh my god. <laughs> I mean there's yeah, a but comment like
2: a rake for wolf. That's gonna get spicy real fast. Yeah,
0: yeah it's fine. We 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 said it a million times. Fuck Gareth Roberts,
2: fuck fuck transphobes. <laughs> I was gonna say you're starting to sound like Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny, Robin, because you are, you are Star
3: Wars. I, hey, we have eaten well with Ahsoka, now just keep giving us uh, good content.
2: Ahsoka's Mary Sue. I mean, I feel Star Wars kind of suffers the same problem Doctor Who has. Everyone has a lens on it and doesn't just look at it as fun, hey, fun every sort of sci-fi. Every
3: single piece of sci-fi is going to have that. Star Trek and Doctor Who and Star Wars. Like, there's always going to be episodes that people are going to sort of nitpick on. There's going to be episodes which some of us really absolutely love. Some of us don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's, I think especially with sci-fi, when with sci-fi you can explore so many possibilities of stories and you can challenge so many different norms that sometimes you go, hang on, what if we did a story about blank? And sometimes that story turns out to be really thought provoking and amazing, and sometimes you get absolute mad nonsense shit, which just has you just turn your head and like, the fuck did I just watch? But hey, you know that's TV for you sometimes,
0: and you know that's film sometimes. Bro. Right,
2: Skywalker.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Listen, so. I am
2: a sequels girl. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: know
0: you are. We get cancelled for that now. Oh. <laughs> no it's fine. it's fine Robin do you have any uh, any uh, little questions you want to ask before we move on?
3: Well my final question we've talked about the levelable war criminal that is Beep the Meep but um, Star I was curious now not necessarily like we've talked about who your kind of favourite monsters are and the like but um, not necessarily the monster that's your favourite that you want back but what monster do you think Deserves a second chance in Doctor
2: Who. Oh God, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> there is so many. Um, like Hamavors, they deserve they deserve another go. I think that story is really good. Honestly, the Banner Men need another go. Mm. I mean, <laughs> listen, I I'm just yes. saying, I managed to do them justice. Why can't someone else? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: down straight justice for the Bannerman, justice for delta and the fucking Bannerman, Thanks. justice for that green baby
2: <laughs> uh black guardian and the white guardian they they should come back uh the, the uh, eternals more of those guys i know there was like a brief in can you hear me but like more of them
0: <laughs> I think... bring, bring
2: back this like ship racing
0: <laughs> yeah i think with you know, with the Celestial toy maker I feel like that's going to be like a like a sort of like a mission mission statement going for, forward for us because there was a I want to say I think it was Scott Hancock in um, who's obviously script editor now of uh, of the new series uh, going into things under RTD2, uh, RTD RTD uh, I can't even speak tonight RTD two is he's a script editor for that and I believe there was a focus he said something about like like elder gods and like. You know, monsters, monsters like that and what have you. So I think that kind of like, you know, with the social toy maker being an eternal, hopefully, you know, potentially like Jinx Monsoon's character will be sort of an eternal or sort of thing as well. So, you know.
2: What do you mean? She's the Rani, obviously. <laughs> oh, fuck's
0: sake. <laughs> it's never the Rani. It is never the Rani. Every time. Every fucking time a woman is cast in Doctor Who,
2: it's the Romy! They're the Romy! It's, oh god. Uh, I, I I personally think Jinx is going to play something like Doctor Who's equivalent of Music Meister. Yes!
3: Thank you for dropping that because I love those songs, and if we can just have Neil Patrick House just sing. Monsoon, song come it's in the fabulous outfit already just give us a performance
0: i could see mm. it happening i think jinx jinx monsoon as well is a phenomenal singer so it'll be you know jinx has done like broadway and stuff so i think you know i yeah go on give us a give us that musical episode absolutely yeah
2: it's well overdue yeah exactly
0: you know awesome right well i think that gives us a very nice segue into it's time to fire up the old transmission machine because we're going to get some space-time telegraphs awesome Ah. okay so as always we uh we asked twitter to provide some uh questions um we had to oh we had to drum up a few uh From the server as well, because people are just too nice, you know, when they're asking questions. And to be fair, people have been very nice as well here, which is quite annoying.
2: I mean, to be fair, I also think it's like half people leaving Twitter right now. (laughs)
0: Yes, that's very true as well, you know. And yes, we're still calling it Twitter. It'll always be Twitter. Okay, our first question tonight comes from someone we've spoken to already good old George Gaidra uh, right here. He's asking, uh, why is George Gaidra your favorite fan doctor?
2: I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be open. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. But also all the, all the like gushing I did earlier about how he's just a lovely, and great caring friend. So I have a little <laughs> bias. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Next question comes from him again saying, okay, serious question what would you like the Star Doctor to mean to people?
2: i um, great question. That's so good. Yeah, that is a really good question. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a very big question as well. like, I, I, I just want her to mean what the Doctor means to people, really. Because at the end of the day, yeah, okay, she's this, like, fun 80s thing, but she is the Doctor, and I hope that I'm still incorporating what the Doctor means to people as her. So like that kind of uh, hopeful kind of wanderer, the kind of ridiculous icon. There's the someone you can come to, kind of approach, especially with the whole mental health arc we're doing with Ellie. Like I, I, I want it to kind of be a, yeah. Though this is a kind of place where you can kind of come and be like, yeah, no, I, I, I can relate to this. It, it's a more of a safe and welcoming place. That's what I want her to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Very cool, very cool. I think very that's nice, very good. Yeah. Very cool. I think uh, just from knowing you and also listening to the audience as well, I think definitely that Star does... Star Doctor 100% sort of has an authentic voice and feels very close to the TV Doctors as well. Is you, I listen to it, and I don't just hear you, my friend. I hear, I hear the Doctor. Like, the Doctor's voice comes through. So... I've always said if I was going to get a tattoo, I was going to get, what would the doctor do? My hand there, I can very confidently say I would also consider the star doctor in that conversation when I'm thinking, what would the doctor do? What would would the star doctor do? So,
2: yeah. Now now you have to get a little star on that tattoo as well. (laughs) Yes. Ooh, that'd be cool
0: actually, yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay, next question comes from oh, again, another friend of the show, someone that we've spoken about already. It's peter c scott at duffelcoat doc uh peter's asking uh why did you put 80s music as a theme for the star doctor we've covered that a little bit already uh, how does your doctor how has your Doctor evolved since the initial conception and outside of doctor who what would you say are your biggest fandoms now to be fair we've kind of covered the first two questions a bit so, I mean, so i'm happy
2: like. to go over them again because it's sure, not yeah. Yeah, the same oh, yeah uh the the 80s thing is just 80s good but also like inspiration from as mentioned stranger things but also uh guardians of the galaxy but mm. that that was another big inspiration a lot i mean if you look at star doctor's outfit you could see a lot of similarities with star lord oh, with the big red really? coat the the kind of satchel cut kind of thing um the goggles kind of mimic the mask it all, it all comes into play. It's, it's subtle. <laughs> That's it's really cool. I seconds. don't realize
0: that. You even, I mean, to be fair, and again, for audio listeners, she literally picked up the element blaster a second ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's just random weapons lying in my room. I've got <laughs> uh, what have I got? I've got a lightsaber. I've got the master sword. Uh, I've got a TARDIS full of screwdrivers. Um, star screwdrivers here. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, no, there's, there's little bits of everything over here. Uh, right. Uh, anyway, back to the question. What was the second part? So, so
0: it's uh, the second one is How was is your doctor evolved since your initial inception? Like, again, you know, you cover that a bit, but if you want to go into any more of that, um,
2: well, they're not a man anymore. <laughs> That's the main one. Uh, They've kind of gone from uh, duplicate 10, as I said, to musical extravaganza and a bit of a goofy idiot. I it's, it's that simple. It's just mimicry to originality.
0: Very cool, very cool. But like, you know, again, you're also playing a second doctor as well. You're playing the frozen doctor, mm. which is again completely different from star in terms of her approach to things. So
2: yeah, no, she she's very aggressive. Um I, I'm very excited for her because it's very it is very different. Like so the process for her was kind of Right. Okay. I I've been I I've, I've been asked to be someone's successor for what walk- for fall Wall. Um, how do I do this? And I was just like, "What if anti-capitalist? <laughs> <laughs> what What if Doctor fights Disney? Love it. <laughs> and then what if irony? And thus the Frozen Doctor was born."
0: Yeah, obviously, Frozen and <laughs> hating Disney.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. A beautiful
0: uh, irony cocktail,
2: yeah. Uh, she makes her debut, actually, funnily enough, in the Star Doctor Adventures, which is not where most people would expect to see her. But um, she will make her debut in the Multiverse Adventures, which very excited to do. It's, it's been really fun and ridiculous stories so far.
0: I was going to say, I know a few things from behind the scenes, which I'm not going to spoil, which I'm very excited for in terms of those <laughs> specials coming up. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, every time I announce a new episode, Jack's just like, hey, give me roll. (laughs) I am literally, I am literally,
0: give me roll, please. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Honestly, it's getting dangerously close to casting as a Raston warrior robot.
0: (laughs) Hang on, wait. Whoosh.
2: Great, you're hired.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Peter's final question was: Outside of Doctor Who, what would you say are your biggest
2: fandoms? At the moment, because again, I, I'm 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 not just saying these change on the daily. <laughs> At the moment, it's uh our flag means death. Great pirate show. Gay, very specifically, and uh, ghosts. Also, again, what um. Yeah, no, I, both of those are current my current fixations, but that's because they also just came back. Um, very good seasons so far on both parts. Very good seasons.
0: Our flag means death is... I, I People listening to the podcast already know how much I love ghosts, but Our Flag Means Death is genuinely one of the most beautiful shows I've ever... Gen, well, Ghost is one of the most beautiful shows I've ever seen. But Our Flag Means Death is also, I put in that category as well. I, I need to watch both. Yeah, you do, man. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh my goodness. The first series of Our Flag Means Death is on iPlayer as well as all of Ghosts. So go and watch that and catch up, man. Because I was literally sat weeping, just weeping at different parts of Our Flag Means Death because it's just such a... Yeah, yes, it's, it's a gay story. It's a beautiful gay story. It's it's a love story that's just amazing.
2: Yeah, it's just nice to see like LGBT representation done well because like they it, it was like but let, let let's look at Super Hulock for a brief second because they're saying that good omens uh, our flag means death. What we do in the shadows and and ghosts. Sometimes I see that kind of in the mix as well. They kind of say that's the new Super Hulock. And if you look at it, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, aside from Doctor Who, I'd say Doctor should still be in there. But <laughs> it is kind of an improvement, because Supernatural was a bit queer-baity, as was Sherlock at times. And there's there's no denying it. It, it is very evident. It doesn't make them bad, but... It's yeah. just
0: that it's there, isn't it? And you can't help but, yeah.
2: Yeah, no. It, it's just nice to see that people are kind of progressing from this we'll, we'll suggest it uh-huh funny joke and then now they're making these beautiful things like um the 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 our flag means death with those characters and i mean even if we go beyond this and also good humans actually but also going beyond this heartstopper series yes um Love it. Yeah, no, it's been great to see great proper LGBT representation. Um, This is a few years old now, but uh, the the latter half of the Supergirl series, trans superhero, played by Nicole Maines. Um, The the character was called Neonal, and the superhero name was Dreamer. Absolute icon. I genuinely cried when I first saw them. I wasn't trans at the time, but it was just really nice to see this representation on screen. Mm -hmm. And yeah, exactly so that went on a tangent no, <laughs> yeah, no it's great No, you're a guest on the show it's yeah. like,
3: we want you to talk please
0: absolutely yeah
3: <laughs> it'd be a bit awkward if I guest didn't talk on the show but uh anyway, it was goodbye. just like or it was just like
0: who's your favorite doctor all of them and just left it there <laughs> like, yeah. okay who's your favorite villain the master Cat, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: I'll make you more purple milk, I Cat <laughs> mm.
0: so, was very good, Bassa. That's Let's not that's not. That's not, that's not, that's not tease Cat today. I'll, I'll save that for DMs, as I usually do. <laughs> okay, uh, next question comes from... Oh my goodness, I love it when they've got a funny name. It's XX underscore... House sixteen underscore xx at cows one six one. What are some of your favorite autistic influences? Uh, oh, not autistic. Sorry, artistic. <laughs> <laughs> I am the autistic influencer. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your favorite artistic influences for your projects?
2: Um, I mean, obviously, eighties music for Star Doctor. Um, for for a series that we haven't spoken about, but I'm. I'm going to speak about now we do still have Spider-Gwen in the cards it's admittedly quite delayed from how I would like it but uh, it is happening and the influence there is the, the spider Verse movies because like, the, the way they do Gwen's story especially in Across the Spider-Brush there, there's so much potential there and also the comics I love the style of the Spider-Gwen comics I kind of want to see how we can adapt that to an actual audio drama and i'm very excited to actually get around to do that but yeah no it, it's uh, uh, that those are the ones i can talk about <laughs> mm, yeah, 80s think... music and spider verse <laughs> oh yeah
0: and I, I the minute you said that you were going to do a spider gwen series i was oh this sounds awesome and i not even i had not even seen across the spider verse at that point so i was like oh this is cool and then because i knew for a fact that you were going to make a big you know the a big part of it was going to be that Gwen is trans in your series, as well, which I think is beautiful. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then when I saw the film, I literally messaged and went, "Oh my god, I can see exactly why this is. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so clearly a trans you know, like an allegory for a trans story, and it's.
2: You saw awesome. the vision. You saw yeah, the it.
0: vision. <laughs> I was literally, I was Danny DeVito, sat in yeah, yeah, always <laughs> <laughs> just going, oh my god, I get it. <laughs> like, I saw the vision. I was like, yeah, and I was like, even more excited for it. So I think I literally was bugging you that night, like, can I have a role, please? Can I have a role, please? I'll play. I'll play. I'll play anything. So, did we'll I ever end up some, casting you? Sure. You were like, can you do? an accent for something and I was like maybe and I didn't send you anything so maybe at the end of this I'll try <laughs> out so, and see if I can get that
2: to be continued <laughs> yes
0: yeah <laughs> but I think I speak for <laughs> everyone when I say it's very exciting to because you know we think of Spider-Man being translated or by the Gwen we think of a those stories those comic books being on the screen by watching a movie or a TV show or something like that it's I know they did a Batman uh, like audible podcast a couple of years ago and they've had a couple Marvel ones, but I think it's really interesting to think of it like, you know, it, it, in the audio medium, because particularly mm. for Spider-Gwen, that's not a story that's been told in that way before. So it's going to be really cool to do it when you get yeah. to it, you know?
3: I'm I'm very interested to see how you do that, especially when you do stuff like how you showcase like travel. Cause we're, spider-man and all those sort of projects web swinging is always a big thing and whether you have anything like that and how you use the audience's imagination with sound to create the swinging moments that's going to be really cool i find
2: i, I will say that uh it's not being scored but that the the prequel does exist
0: it is out there
2: it could it could be dropped at any moment I've I've not put a specific date on it because obviously there there's been a few delays from my original plan, but I could just drop it. I could. I could do it. (laughs) Well, watch this. Do I have the right? Yes, (laughs) you
0: have the right. You have the right. have the right absolutely yes okay fantastic also okay next what well, i say i was about to say next question but it's not really a question it's uh it's quad matter at quad underscore matter and they just say yes
2: okay i've got a very detailed answer to that <clears throat> no oh my goodness scaling <laughs>
0: And then our final question comes from Irish Prindel um, at iPrindel55. Why should Irish prindle replace the Star Doctor successor and become the Moon Doctor?
2: Anyway, so uh, Irish Prindle has just been fired. Uh, the auditions for Skipper are starting again soon. Finally, <laughs> oh, my time to shine. Oh. <laughs> no, I pull this joke so many times whenever I'm nervous. <laughs>
0: It gets it, it gets done a lot in the server. I'm not going to lie, where everyone is fired at least once a day at this point.
2: It's great. No, no one actually. Uh, I mean, I hope no one gets an end of it, it is all just fun comedic banter. <laughs> Except for that t- Jack guy. We need to fire that
0: guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did. I did. I did get blocked from the server for like five minutes. On time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was. I think that was a these nuts joke as well that did it. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It
0: was. You were just like Jack. Stop. And I was like, I'll stop. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, mean, I, just, I warned I
2: just,
0: you. He did. Yeah. I just had this image though of me be like these nuts, and it was like finally snapped, and I was just like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I can't help it, you know it's, uh, I'm a I'm a, I'm a dad and I make silly jokes, you know
2: uh, You can say you uh, snap to it Okay, I'll leave, I'll retire now
0: uh, <laughs> no, no, it's fine Right, well, that's the end of our listener questions there, so I think it's time we... Uh, well, we're getting towards the end of the podcast, unfortunately, uh, starring Robin. Oh, but dude. good news. Good Ooh. news. I do have a tasty morsel, as Robin likes to call it. I have what I like to call a cannon buster. Yes. Play the jingle. Play the jingle. Blah, 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 blah.
2: Yay, he used Google.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, easy. I, uh... So, for people that are unaware, A Cannon Buster is where I go to Tardis Wiki and punch in a bunch of random words until I find a crazy, ridiculous, stupid fact that technically is now canon to Doctor Who. Uh, these have ranged from um, different things like Cats, and Gallifrey, there being three versions of the Doctor at the eruption of Mount Vesuvius, and a planet that shagged other planets to death. I'm not joking. Uh, my fact to you tonight, uh, Star Robin, comes from a Doctor Who magazine comic, actually. So, you know, very cool. Uh, something from, uh, written by, uh, let's see, by Gary Russell, of course, who we've already mentioned once this time. It's a seventh Doctor story featuring Ace, as well as Fred, who is Romano, I believe. Um, the fourth Doctor, the sixth Doctor, Beep the Meep. And other characters that feature in this uh, story are the Rani, are uh, Death's Head, the Fourth Doctor, Cybermat, Worf from Star Trek: The Next Generation, oh. Sapphire and Steel, Captain Britain, Bart Simpson, a Silurian wearing a dress, um, Spider-Man, Santaran, a Hulk, the Silver Surfer, Darth Vader, and a Warlock, and Death's Head. Death's Head appears twice. (laughs) Oh, did I say Death's Head already? Yeah. Yeah. Or or Death's Head. uh, Yeah, anyway. And also, (laughs) it's Morbin time. Morbius also (laughs) features in it as well. Oh,
3: my God.
0: So, yeah, this this is a story which features a massive, massive crossover of characters where basically the Doctor and... Ace are at a party. I can see a picture now with Doctor Strange also being involved there as well. Doctor Octopus, as well. Lots of doctors, apparently. Namel the Submarian, 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 I can see as well. And yeah, so oh technically, God. and it's you know a death's head story which goes on to be a character used in Marvel so much so that I've Actually, seen Death's Head been used just a couple of years previously. So, anyway, you look at it, it's kind of apt that Doctor Who is now being streamed on Disney Plus or will be soon, and (laughs) Disney have their money in it because we can have a crossover with Tom Holland (laughs) entering the TARDIS. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Yeah, Doctor Who technically can enter at 616.
2: End game would have been a shorter movie if the Doctor was not (laughs) involved.
0: Oh yeah, I just I don't know why, but I just imagine it being like seven or eleven just turning up and be like, like you can't, no, you can't go back through time like this. You are going to everything up, you know. (laughs) Let me do this, (laughs) and then just like you know, reconstituting then the uh, Infinity Stones or something like that, you know. But yeah, yeah, that's weird. You know, it's always weird to be like, oh, this is now Callan's Doctor Who, you know freaking like combat wombat was involved there as well which is a character i know nothing about other than just from broke Cannon. so yeah <laughs> but yeah um well that brings us to the end of the podcast and star oh, it's wow. been absolutely fantastic having you it's on thank fantastic. you so much for answering our questions and speaking about your show um before we let you go is there anything you'd like to plug before
2: we go uh, yeah, i kind of got to plug Time Siren Productions for the obvious reasons. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the opportunity to plug a lot of people, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, going to also plug what Walk walk because Frozen Doctor and some amazing content by the wonderful Jed T. E. Rhodes, who, in case people don't know, has a master's degree. <laughs> um, Gormaco, uh, obviously I have to give them a shout-out. Instability Productions... Uh, who else is on my collaborator list? I'm literally looking at myself. Law! I have to give Law shout uh, out. Law has done some incredible work for Time Siren Productions. Has designed the Stardust, has designed the, as we're affectionately naming them, Synthwave Daleks. They are a fantastic VFX artist. I would not recommend her enough. Uh, that's Stardust VFX. Yeah, no. a Lovely person. Lovely person. Yeah.
0: I love I love Laura as well. Had the great pleasure of meeting her at the BFI after the five doctors, which is fantastic as well. And Laura, I love you, girl. Can I just say Canon, 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 Canon? <laughs> I can't Welcome wait for it to Welcome to Broke Cannon.
2: That. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's when Sam just pops in, and they're like, Yeah, oh God. he's like, Did someone say Broke Cannon? <laughs>
2: uh, is that everyone? Yeah. I'll, I'll give it in a ring a collect, uh, in a ring Collective a shout as well. They're kind of still new, but they're run by two of my friends locally. Um, they they were there at the, basically the dawn of me trying to make the doctor, so if I didn't give them a shout out, I think they would hunt me down a bit. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, all those people. And, um, yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there awesome? Else? Oh, that's
3: brilliant
2: yeah. stuff so, yeah that's
0: great well thank you so much for joining us tonight star it has been an absolute pleasure i mean like i say it's it's basically just talking talking to you like we do every night at this point yeah. anyway so no, you know, this but yeah
1: great.
0: yeah it's a uh, yeah it's been great fun well please 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 if you're listening to us here please go and check out the style adventures go and check out time siren and everyone that star has just said as well it's really, really important to support fans in our community when they're trying to be creative and just play out really good fucking stories. Like, genuinely. You will not be disappointed when you go to the Star Doctor Adventures and listen to some of those audios. You will not be. So, yeah. And that's just, that's not me just being biased, uh, just because she's my friend or she cast me as Jim Fish. The Silurian, not Silurian, God, sea devil. Well, I like to call him the sea friend, you know, because oh. you know, sea devils, yeah, but yeah. Well, Star, thank you so much for joining us, Robin. Thank you, as ever, for coming along as well. Uh, as All I right. have you kicking and
2: screaming, <laughs> it, was a, it, it is, was a pleasure speaking to you.
3: Oh, uh, it's, it's been lovely, it has. Oh, you, I can definitely see why you talk so frequently together. You and Absolute lovely person and star and it would be just fantastic to have you on the show again
2: oh yeah, yeah i'm coming back jack jack's not getting rid of me so no, <laughs> uh,
0: as you're not getting rid of me give me some roles and give robin some roles as well now
2: oh <laughs> i have <laughs> plans for robin don't worry oh. <laughs> <laughs> i've been I formulating been in in ju- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will say one last thing um we'll, we'll, we'll be making a very big announcements soon that's all yeah also, awesome. red, red announcement specifically. Anyway,
0: Ooh, uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll be, you know, I'm sure we'll get that at some point, you know. I'm hopefully, you know, it's, you know, I'm trying to find a way to work Twilight into that. I'm gonna scrub this bit anyway.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, I mean, we're getting to the Twilight hours anyway. <laughs> there we go.
0: That'll work. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you both for joining me. This has been the Lawful of Running. I have been Jack.
2: Hi, I've been Robin. And I am continuing to be star. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, she she knew what she was doing there. That's the first time a guest has ever actually gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Awesome. I, I think she's been the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, torah for now. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> keep keep running. Oh, that's good. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to use that. mm. Thank you for listening to An Awful Lot of Running at Doc Two Podcast. And thank you to Hudson Music for our wonderful intro and outro. You can find An Awful Lot of Running, as well as myself, Jack and Robin, over on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram as well. So please go and give us a follow. And if you can, give us a rate, a follow, review, subscribe, whatever you can do over wherever you're listening to this, because it really does help us out. And if you fancy it, donate to our Kofi page to help us keep the lights on, which there's no obligation whatsoever, but we'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Dara for now.